Oh, Caligula. Yes, what is it? Don't lean against that pillar. What? I say, don't lean against that pillar. Why? The workmen say it hasn't quite set up yet. Don't lean against what? That pillar you're standing next to. You mean this one? Yes, that one. I shall lean against it if I so wish. Caligula, no! Don't lean against it! The Fall of the Roman Empire will not be presented at this time in order to bring you the following special podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. You're off. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. It's love and time. You ever hear this song? It's called White Bird. It was from a group called It's a Beautiful Day, from an album that was named the same thing. It's a Beautiful Day. I never owned this album, but I remember the cover. It has a a woman kind of gazing off. She's wearing a long, flowing gown, and she's gazing off into the distance and a blue sky with white clouds behind her it's a beautiful day 1969 well the the man that was one of the members of it's a beautiful day died he died yeah, he died. David Laflame. <laughs> I, I always assume when you start this, you aren't just saying, yeah, and it was an album I was listening to today, and it was lovely, and I thought you might enjoy it. No, I know you're going to tell me somebody died. Now, if we had the benefit of being able to see into the future, it'd be nice to lead this podcast out with, you know, let's say, guess who was born today? <laughs> right. Marvin Jenkins who turns out to be the 52nd president of the United States right. and oversaw the cure of cancer. Right. Uh, congratulations. But we don't have that benefit. We only know about people as we look backwards at their lives. And this guy, David LaFlame, who died at the age of 82, was a classically trained violinist. And in this song, White Bird, which I don't think even made it into the top 100. And, and one of the reasons is it was too mo- too long, six minutes long. Radio stations wouldn't play songs that long, as you know, back in right. the day. Right, right. But here, here is David playing violin on White Bird. And uh, this song was written while he and uh, uh, the woman that was also part of his band, they wrote this song. While they were living in an old, rundown Victorian house in Seattle, 
Uh, that was his wife, Linda, that lived with him. And so there's kind of a Seattle connection to this song. She Okay, what else? So let's get this over with. This is painful, of course. Ever heard of Ray Hildenbrand? No, no. No one he has. But under the name Paul, he had a hit with his friend Jill Jackson, and they recorded under the, the pseudonyms of Paul and Paula, and they had this number one hit, 1963, Hey Paula. Hey, hey, Paula. I want to marry you. Okay, and he's dead? Is he dead? Uh, let me check. Uh, one second. Because you didn't that, say he was. You just said, have you ever heard of this guy named Paul? And he's 82. Um, is he dead? It, then a doornail. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, have you ever heard? I'm sure you have. Oh, here we go. Of, of Toto Catuno. Toto Catuno. I've heard of Toto, as in we're not in Kansas anymore, yeah, but I didn't know there was an actual human named Toto. Same name, uh, same spelling. And not this Toto. Uh, but this guy was a performer and sold over 100 million albums. He was an Italian performer. This was his big hit, Le Italiano. From 1963. That's all I can tell you about him. He was 80. And finally, not a musician, at least not a good one, Bob Barker. I know. Shuffled away at the age of 80, uh, 99, I should say. Yeah. Coming up just short just of 100. missed it by that much. And I always wondered, as Bob Barker uh, passed away, assuming he might be a religious man and was pondering whether he'd go to heaven or hell, I'm wondering if a voice screamed out to him, Bob Barker, come on down! <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> right. In addition to being on The Price is Right since 1972... Tell me a little bit about your... Italiano. Uh, you're Italiano, are you? Italiano. Italiano. Where are you from originally? Originally from Philadelphia. <laughs> but he was also made cameo appearances in other places, including this memorable one in Happy Gilmore, the movie with Adam Sandler oh, yeah. from yeah. 1996. Here's Bob Barker absolutely just punching... Adam Sandler's character uh, over and over and finally throwing him in the drink. I can't believe you're a professional golfer. I think you should be working at the snack bar. You better relax, Bob. There is no way that you could have been as bad at hockey as you are at golf. All right, let's go. You like that, old man? You want a piece of me? I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. That's it for Bob Barker. Hey, speaking of music, I watched a uh, documentary recently, and it, it's not new, 
but I'd recommend it to anybody, uh, especially people who live around the Northwest that might find this interesting. There's a documentary called, let's see, I got the name written here, The Ventures, Stars on Guitars. The Ventures, of course, instrumental guitar band, and they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now. But uh, this documentary details their rise to fame and success and all the members of the band, Don Wilson, Bob Bogle, Noki Edwards, and Mel Taylor. And they mention people like Pat O'Day, the radio guy and impresario of music in the Northwest. And it's really fun, especially uh, if you're from the Northwest. They mention, of course, all these guys are from Seattle and Tacoma and they weren't flashy looking. They weren't particularly, you know, hot looking. Babes weren't throwing <laughs> themselves at them. Just a kind of a bunch of guys, just ordinary guys who kept playing, and they put out a ridiculous number of albums, like 200 albums or some crazy number like that. Uh, but check that out if you can. It's yeah, I think it's on Prime Video. The Ventures stars on guitars. I highly recommend it. doing okay i'm it's august and i'm freezing it's it's not even going to get to 70 today so no i'm not i'm wearing slippers and socks who do we speak to about this i don't know i know jeff renner is not around anymore i'd take my complaint to him if he was around but i don't know but we had a stretch of 90 degree days about a month i guess a month earlier this month stretch of 90 degree days and and that was too and, and that hot. didn't make that didn't exactly that didn't make me happy either. So there's just no there's no pleasing me. None. No pleasing me. So you can't please everyone. So you got to please yourself. Hey, speaking of pleasing oneself, uh, I was thinking about this. I was lying in bed the other night. This does okay, this be happen- careful here. The way this you're is- starting this off, and then this isn't sounding like was an area I think I, I think I got it right I was lying in bed not laying in bed but I I found myself and this happens every once in a while in life when you are in a chair or you're in a bed or you're lying on a couch or somewhere where you suddenly realize I have never ever been so comfortable this is perfect <laughs> there's I don't have and you know it's usually when you're lying around something itches and you got to scratch it or the pillow isn't just right or mm-hmm. something's or something hurts the bed's, bed's lumpy something hurts yeah so the idea is that you're so comfortable that you're you're thinking man i'm not moving i don't care there could be an earthquake right now there could be somebody a radio announcer could come on and say the end the world is about to end i wouldn't care i'm not moving oh, we can't. But now we got this new puppy, and every time I get really comfortable, she has to go outside and pee or poop or something like that. How does she tell you? Uh, How do you know? She starts. Make, just... She makes noises, actually. Uh, hang on a second. 
Where is it? Have you seen it? Look around for it. Please. Thank you. Okay. What was that? Uh, I was what asking was my, my wife if she has seen my better judgment. <laughs> I have lost it. Uh-huh. Are you talking about getting acquiring a puppy? It always sounds it's it's getting a puppy is like camping. It always sounds like a great idea before you actually go do it. Well, I'm not really regretful, but uh, man, it's a lot of work. You forget. It is a lot of work. You and you forget. have two people. I lost my mind. I was by myself with baby Sherman. Do you know how many days I, I get high every every mid morning? I'm like, I got to I got to smoke some weed just to get through this day with this this dog. Hey, would you and... carry on with this podcast by yourself? I am so comfortable. Right now. <laughs> I do not want to move out of this position I'm in. <laughs> uh, well, either oh. i thought you were going to say you get really really comfortable and you don't want to move and then you have to go pee and then you're like crap yeah that, I, that's, that's what i hate in happen. the morning when you're all snuggly and you wake up and you're like oh this is awesome i have another hour and a half and then you're like god really god no i don't want to have to get up and go to the bathroom. Yeah. it happens it happens that way yeah so i'm really sorry that you're cold I'll send you a sweater. Uh, I'm fine. I'm just. Electric blanket. I'm freezing. Now. You need to get away. I'm, you need to get away. I'm getting away. Why Did I you tell go, you? Why don't you go move to Arizona? That'd be a Ew. place. Ew. Ew. No. Be like 113 there today. You won't be cold. I had a girlfriend who just got back from there. Um, a work, a coworker girlfriend. And she said it was like breathing into a blow dryer. <laughs> yeah. And I said, no, thanks. Yeah. I, I I don't know how you breathe in that. I don't, I, I like to be outside. I like to take my walk every day. And I don't, I just, I don't think I could be cooped up in an air conditioned house for till December or whenever it cools off down there. It feels like ground zero for climate change, doesn't it? I don't know. My brother lives there now and uh, yeah. heard from him in months. I think he may have been cooked down there. Yeah. I think they're finished. All done. Yeah. Yep. By the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. She'll find the notes I left hanging on her door. Hey, uh, have you seen? Uh, it should be right next to my moral compass. Yeah, I don't know where I left it. Are you still looking for your good judgment? Yeah, I'm still trying to look for that. Oh, and if you see my sense of decency, would you grab that too? Thank you. And we just found out that Jimmy Buffett has passed at the age of 76. So would you look for my lost shaker of salt too, please? Nibbling on sponge cake Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Here's a question for you. Um, if in your job, in your job, you mocked other people's values, you constantly lied, you badmouthed people in other departments, you threatened others to advance yourself, you were disloyal to other people, you tried to extort people to overthrow the company's leaders, and you took company secrets with you after you left. Uh, why would you think that company should rehire you? I know exactly where you're going. It's with an this. analogy, but 
and, and, and pertinent to nothing. It's We live in a place where they have an HOA. Did you ever live in a place with a... a Homeowners Association. Association. Yes. I lived, when I first moved here in Seattle, I first of all lived in an apartment, and that was back when I was doing traffic for... I was your traffic reporter. And then I purchased a condominium, a Homeowners Association attached to it. And you couldn't... The thing that annoyed me was I couldn't put up... I had to have blonde white blinds like everybody had to have white blinds in their yeah windows and there are just some other ridiculous tight ass stupid you know rules around the stupid thing and i vowed never again to ever <clears throat> live in a house where i couldn't paint the house the color i wanted yeah. or i i will never ever be live in a gated community or anything like that so yeah I don't like them. When you get on people's radar, they just will not relent. What did you do? First of all, I put some signs up on oh. some of the trees around our- Like, uh, what did they say? Speed limit, 65 miles an hour. This is in <laughs> our driveway. And lo and behold- On the no, bicycle path. Yeah, the some bicycle. people, no, you can't have that there. And, oh, really? I, I don't know, Lisa. I've always been the kind of guy- Who's who's my mantra is I will do anything you ask me and nothing that you tell me. And so <laughs> when they start telling us, well, you can't have that and you can't paint it this color, I bristle at that and I and I yep. uh, I will resist and you know, I'll mostly be muttering to myself and my wife. I said, I don't care what they say. They can kiss my <laughs> we have a, a little railing, a fence railing on our deck. That we apparently did get authorized. <gasps> I know of the railing. You worked hard on that. There's another little area where we used to have a structure that had a hot tub in behind it. But when we had to rebuild our house a few years ago, any existing structure you could replicate again. But somehow that got lost in their records. So they want me to dismantle this uh, <gasps> enclosure that I put together and the railing uh, that I spent months building. Well, we're not going to do it. So basically what's happened is you have infuriated them with your insolence and they have decided to just yeah, yeah. say, well, fine, if that's how you're going to be, we're going to pick every little thing apart that you shouldn't be doing. Mm, yeah. Right? Is that what's happening? Why are you singling us out? Go somewhere else. Bug yeah. somebody else for a while. Make someone else's life miserable. And then you can come back and continue with us. What would happen if you just left that? <laughs> well, they will go to the extreme. They they will try to fine you. Oh, brother. And then, and then they'll even try to put a lien on your house in, in the Are extreme. you kidding me? No, I am not kidding. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I think some of these Holy HOA shit. things are a good idea. I mean, people, you want a next door neighbor who decides to paint their house pink or somewhere, or they put a, I don't know, a giant rubber inflatable Godzilla <laughs> in the middle of their front yard I or something. Who cares? None of your business. That's their house. They paid for it. You yeah, but if it. you're the next door neighbor, Lisa, and, and you're trying to sell your house, your property's going to... That's that's the that's the theory of this thing. Oh, and whatever. And so there's something... They want it just to be pleasing. But the problem is that the aesthetic of this place is up to a board called the Design Review Board. 
Oh, and, and I want to walk sound into very, meeting. very important. Yeah, and it's only a monthly meeting, mind you, of the design review board. Mm. And I've done it before, and it's a bunch <laughs> of crabby-looking, sour-faced losers. And 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 I want to walk in there and say, "Look, you pathetic pieces of get a real life instead of sitting here in your little mealy mouth." tribunal trying to tell other people how they ought to live oh pat i would pay i would pay good money for you i you tell me when you're gonna do that because i will fly down and i want to be there we're gonna have a meeting this afternoon actually so oh, that's, that's why, that's why i can't I'm talking make about it in time it. can you can you take a quick flight i, I would love try. you weighing in too that that would really oh man that would put some more bullets in our little bandolero i'll Damn tell you right that. it would I could be having a meth lab in my house here, and they, they wouldn't they wouldn't bother with that. It's what can you see from the outside of the house? That's their apparently their point of concern. Mm. So they don't want to mm. see. They don't want to see. Like you can't. We have a, a old vintage trailer that's you know like a 1963 Aloha travel trailer. It's kind of dumpy, but we like it. But you can't park it in your driveway for more than three days. Uh, so why? I have to, we, we have to locate it in a storage facility off-site. Again. Okay, that's just dumb. Uh, I see other people's flout the law around here all the time. Can you use that as ammunition and go, I know it's not, it's like, it's like when you're a kid and your mom's, you know, you're punished and then the kid goes, yeah, yeah but, but Larry's mom lets him do that. So what I mean, about, I, I, what about, I, I think I was talking on our previous podcast about this uh, hairpin turn we have on the bicycle trail here yeah. where people are crashing all the time and there's no adequate signage there, no no sign posted that says, hey, watch out, slow down, sharp turn ahead, slow down. They don't they don't put anything like that there. So there are injuries. I'm thinking, why don't you schlubs invest a little more time in trying to improve the lot of people and maybe enhance the safety of this place? Why don't you put a sign there? Why don't you go around and look at the real problems in this community instead of the penny ante stuff about a speed limit sign that I have on a tree in my driveway facing my house. You can't see it from the road, only if you came into our driveway. Oh, and there's another thing. What? You you cannot have lights that point up. They're into the night sky stuff here. So I tell my wife, I said, why have any lights out there if you if you can't illuminate anything? You want I want to have some lights in my driveway. So Guess what? I, people don't crash driving out of our driveway. They can see where they're going. I can <laughs> see bad going guys creeping miles around. An hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I am a rebel without a cause here. Well, I have a cause, but I'm not, probably not going to win it. But I'll let you know how that meeting goes. You, you need to hold on to this fury, though, because I know what's going to happen. I know you well. Twelve members of Design Review Committee shot. <laughs> You'll see it in the papers. No, but you're going to get all, you're going to, you're going to go marching in there and then be all congenial and, and you'll, you'll be a little, you know, you, you need to show the fury you just showed here. You need to take that on yeah. in there with you. Yeah. And then, you know, I'll get all worked up and I'll go into the meeting. And uh, now, Mr. Cashman, you have something to say? Uh, yeah, if I can, I, I don't even remember what I what I was so worked up about. I, did, I guess I just wanted to compliment you people on the wonderful job 
you were doing here at the design <laughs> review committee. Uh, can I get? That... Can I get anybody anything? Uh, <laughs> here's some flowers the for way. you. Uh, it's yeah. always the way you just you like you oh. just shoot off your mouth with your friend and on another thing. And I'm if I had a chance to tell him I'm on that, then that not. And then when you do have the chance, you're right. You revert back to, to I rem- this little weenie. I remember one time I one time I rented a U-Haul moving van, and I left my phone in there, I think. So I called the U-Haul company, and the guy gets on the phone, and he says, Yeah, yeah, we got it here. You can come and get it, but it's going to cost you. And he might have been joking. I didn't oh. even wait to find out. I'm coming down there, and you better have my phone. And so I go down there, and I'm driving down there, and I'm rehearsing what I'm going to do. Do you ever do this? Yes. Crack? Or you'll get in front of the mirror and, and yes. rehearse what you're going to say. And you're going to come, I'm going to come storming in there. From, you give me that goddamn phone right now, or I'm going to tear this place upside down. I'm going to take every one of your U-Haul vans and I'm going to drive them off a cliff. And then I'm going to light your building on fire. And I'm going to make your life a living hell. I was just going to give you your phone back, sir. Just a joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. So was my little tirade there just now. That was a joke. See, I was getting around. <laughs> See ya. You know. Yeah. Um, so I had a situation where I did get all blustery and was completely wrong. And it is a horrible feeling. It, it is. Yeah. That. But I had, this is back when we were at, it doesn't matter. We we're downtown and I had a dentist appointment at a building downtown. And oh, that makes me different. furious. Well, it, it's difficult because, first of all, parking's a pain in the ass. It's, it, the building was confusing. There weren't, you know, I was trying to find, I'd never been to this place before. I didn't know what floor he was on. And I'm late. I hate, hate being late. My big thing in life, I will, I have so much anxiety about being late. It's just, I don't know why, but I don't, I'd rather be an hour early than a minute late. Oh my God. What time is it? I'm late again. This sucks. Where's my other shoe? So I'm late to this appointment and I finally find the place and I get up there and I'm furious because they don't have signs and (laughs) the receptionist lady looks at me and I go, well, you know, it'd be a lot easier if you had a sign that said Dr. Baker on floor three. Maybe that would help. Like I was so (laughs) snotty and she goes... She looks at me and she goes, well, his name's not Dr. Baker. It's Dr. Booker. Well, it should be Dr. Baker. All right. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> I felt like an idiot. Oh, God. Yeah. Why do we get so worked up about stuff only to look like idiots? Ugh. Not We don't always look like idiots, but yes, most, of the, most of the time we do. Most yeah. of the time we do. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. Hey, remember what, when you would drive around Seattle? Maybe they still have these signs up uh, around uh, carpool lanes. And there would be a sign on the side of the road that says, basically, it's telling you to rat out somebody. If you see them driving uh, incorrectly in the carpool lane, maybe there's no, they're driving by themselves, especially. There's nobody else in the car. And mm-hmm. then they give you a number, 1-800-something or other. And I always thought, yeah, that number ought to be 1-800-RAT-FINK. 
I don't. I don't like people driving in the H H O yeah. H O V lane but, if but, they don't belong there. But I wouldn't rat them out. Why not? I think it's it's cheap. You don't. It's, you'd it's, never rat. And what? What would be? There's. There's something you would tell. So you would never tell on anybody if you saw them. Like if you saw somebody shoplifting, you go, "Nope, not my place to rat them out." I I might do that, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just think breaking that, the law is breaking the law, Pat. You can't, you can't have. You need to go find your job world to be compass. the police. They're asking me to be the policeman, and I, I just, it, I just think it's beyond the pale to rat somebody out. I, I just for a little thing like that, like let's say they got a, I don't know, a sixty-five mile an hour speed limit sign in their mm-hmm. driveway. I just don't <laughs> think that's a big deal, and you shouldn't rat them out for that. <laughs> it's always how it always struck me. I'd rat them out if there's a rule. Yeah. And somebody's and somebody's not following it. I'd rat them out. That's how I got slapped in the locker room in in high school. Remember that? Yeah, I do. I, I ratted that girl out. Yeah, I remember. I when I was in school, they had a. I went to Catholic school. This is the one that is now a McMenamin. One day, it was in the eighth grade. I remember it clearly. The teacher said, "The nun, I have decided to select a." handful of students here to belong to a new club that we are forming here at the school. It's called the Leaders Club. And I am focusing on people who I think are going to be leaders of tomorrow and can demonstrate that by being leaders today. So she announces who they are. And I'm one of them. I'm chosen as a member of the Leaders Club. I still have Were you surprised? I I guess I was. Yeah, I thought... (laughs) It's you great. still sound surprised. Yeah. So, so after the uh, class, she said, "I'd like uh, the leaders' club members to stay after class. I want to explain your duties. I can just start measuring the drapes for the White House right now." So, so she sits us down and she says, "Sometimes at recess, as you kids know, there are other kids that are eating food out there. We caught the uh, Bobby Jenkins." couple of weeks ago tr- smoking a cigarette on the playground and and as leaders we are asking each one of you when you see someone doing something misbehaving in some fashion you are to come and report to me and they will be dealt with oh, no. so of course i take this very seriously and that's I, just an invitation to get beat up that's exactly right what happened that's exactly oh. what happened i got pounded I remember this kid had a, he wore a ring too on his right hand and he's punching me in the face and wait, he's wait, got wait. a, back up, back up. What I still did he have do? the ring. I still have the ring imprint on my cheek. If you look, what closely. did he do that you ratted him out on that he punched you for? I can't, I don't remember. You don't remember. It, it was nothing big deal. You know, it was just something that. But I could just see you trotting up to the nun's office. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was real proud of myself. And then I t- ratted him out. And so then it gets back to him, you know, because then he's pulled into the office. And instead of being discreet about it, the, the exactly. principal of the school said, Pat Cashman, a member of your class, uh, has told us that you do whatever. you." So the next recess, guess who gets pounded? Me, big time. And I immediately t- turned in my resignation uh, as a member of the Leaders Club. And the Leaders Club fizzled away, and it was gone within a month or six weeks. There was an inevitable flaw in it, of course, that you had to go rat out your team, your classmates, right. and then somehow you'd still all get along together. It'd be, no problem, exactly. Pat. You're right. I deserved it. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. sending me. 
my life was about to go off the rails and I was going to become embroiled in a life of crime. But thanks to you, now I'm going to be a good... In fact, I think I'm going to become a priest as soon as we graduate eighth grade. Or, Thank you, Pat. Or a leader. I'll be a yeah. leader. Or a leader. Yeah, the leader's club. Ay, 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 my yeah. Hey, um, so, something I wanted to ask, but you're dating someone, and mm-hmm. first of all, do on a first date especially, do you mm-hmm. bring up your beliefs, your issues, you know, your feelings about climate change, I don't know, immigration, president, guns, abortion, do you bring any of that stuff up on Not a first date? Them. In other no. words, do you want to qualify this person before you invest in any further dates? I think there's ways to test it without just bringing it up. You could make some sort of a comment and see how they react to it. If they agree with, you know, whatever the comment could just be an offhand comment, like uh, whatever it is. And if, if they're, if they, you know, agree, you can get an idea of kind of where they land on things, but it's, you have to, I think, be really careful about that. Yeah. At least the first few dates, I think you should sort of explore that a little bit. I had a, a date with this gentleman at McMinimins and I don't know how it came up, but something about religion came up, but it wasn't like, let's talk about religion. What do you believe? It wasn't that. It just sort of was a natural offshoot of something we were talking about. And we were both. um, So you didn't meet him and then say, do you believe there's a God? Not right off the bat. And who did you vote for? And are you you carrying a gun? Now you do agree that Trump is a criminal, correct? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yes, I'll have some French fries, please. Yes. Thank yeah, you. you can't. It's very delicate, but you can, I think, get clues from the way people answer things yeah. and yeah. how they speak about things. But um, yeah, well, so we were, I was actually pretty happy that we both sort of fell on the same side of the fence on that issue. And uh, so, yeah, we'll see. That's what I meant as we explore and see yeah. see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Well, good. I hope it works out. My daughter, her thing was that one of her boyfriends, and she really liked this guy. He shows up one day, and he's had a perm, and that was enough for her. She said, <laughs> I, I just hated it. It did. I thought it looked ridiculous. And, and, and the romance cooled off really fast, and within another week, we weren't seeing each other anymore. I remember when I was dating my wife. Uh, she shows up in my apartment. when she's got her, She had her hair cut. It's really short. It's shorter than my hair, mm-hmm. and she and she, and it was an accident, kind of. She she went to get her hair styled, and the guy cut off way more hair than she had thought he was going, and so she's embarrassed anyway. And so when she sees me, she needs a shirt. You hate this, right? You hate my haircut? <laughs> no, no, no. It looks really good. No, no, on you. On you, it, it works. That's the worst thing you know, to say yeah. to somebody. So you really on like you. it? Well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, on you. Uh huh. Yeah, no, it works. It sort of works. Yeah. I turn it. Turn this way. Yeah. Okay. That I can see that. Yeah. Then I finally <laughs> said, "Well, you know, it's going to grow out." So I said, "Well, what do you care if it grows out?" You said you liked it. <laughs> well, I do, but I, you know, and then I'm pretty soon I'm just under underwater on this thing. Hair's not a hair. Hair's not a deal. Mm-hmm. Does the hair? 
I don't care what you show up with, as long as you're not. I know doing it's a, petulant. It's as small. long as you're not doing a weird Trumpy comb over thing. Don't try to. <laughs> don't do that. If you're doing that, then I'm going to probably just be that to me would be in, indicative of some other character issues you have. I once broke up with a girlfriend in college and it, it didn't happen all at once, but it happened over time. And there was a song. It was this song by Harry Nilsson. No, I can't forget this evening or your faces you Song is very popular at the time. And it, so it was always on the radio. So we'd be driving to the movies or somewhere like that. And she decided she had to sing along to it. And she had the worst voice. Oh, awful singing voice. It's grating. It was, it was just like dragging a pickaxe across a steel bar. It was just, oh. And I just, and and I and I just, uh, you know, I just was silent, and I drive along, and just inside, I'm just going crazy. I'm like, you shut up, please, God, now, her stop singing. Voice, was her speaking voice okay? Yeah, otherwise fine. Yeah. Very nice okay. person, very smart. I no, really I know. I'm was... not talking about that. I'm talking about the because I do voices are a deal killer for me. I can't. I just. There's just no way I'm going to talk to or date somebody who sounds like, you know, a squeaky little pig or something. I can't. I have to have a man with a man voice. Well, that about does her. Wraps are all up. Things seem to have worked out pretty good for the dude and Walter. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? I don't know what that is. That's yeah. just my preference. Uh, this is off-putting. And it's not what? fair, but it's just a habit. What? You must have run into people. I just saw a guy the other day, and I, I didn't know him. He was talking. He was trying to be a salesman. We were shopping around an antique store, and he makes he makes little funnies to us. <laughs> and every time he makes a funny, he slapped his he slapped his knee, <laughs> or clapped his hands. He'd be like, "Yeah, that's what she said." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and he do it oh my god yeah. i would just want to slap the crap out of him oh good i'm glad it's not just me oh but god he, that would be annoying here's another thing and then we gotta go but here's another, another one that bugs me and you must know people like this they try to tell you a story and they mm -hmm. can't get through the story mm -hmm. because they're laughing at their own story mm -hmm. so it'd be like so we got out of the car <laughs> <laughs> we we <laughs> we got out of the car and uh -huh. we started walking into the store. Uh -huh. <laughs> and uh -huh. and he ordered some <laughs> he ordered Dr. Pepper and I got a Mr. Pip. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you, yeah. You know people like that? Yeah. I oh, dated god. I went out on uh, one date with a guy it. like that last month and I thought I thought, is he just nervous or what? And then there was no payoff. Like I thought, if he's laughing this hard, yeah, yeah, there's that's right. Be some some sort of a payoff, and it was. And he goes, and then and then we we drank our drinks, yeah, <laughs> and that's it. And I'm like, and and what? And oh, then man. what? You are no, no, that's it. You're right. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh. Okay, we can discuss this further another time. Don't get me all riled up now. Right. But you are you're going to be gone for a while. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to the 
Caribbean or the Caribbean, however oh, you cool. prefer to say Very it, nice. uh, for a company uh, retreat. So it's not even on my dime, baby. Um, going to the Dominican Republic next oh, week. Oh, how fun. I'd love to go I, there. I, have you been? Have you been? Have you been? No, but I used to play baseball there. No, I didn't. Oh, you did? No, I've never been to the Dominican Republic, but I have some friends who stayed there for a month. They loved I've it. I've heard it's Had beautiful. We have condos right on the beach. Uh, we have a lot of work to do because it is a comp. It's not a pleasure retreat. It's a oh, baloney! It's thing. a pleasure retreat. They could have. No, no. They could have had a have... working retreat in in Cleelum. Now that that's a fun retreat. Listen to me. We're doing one one play day on um the the final Saturday, yeah. and we're gonna go up into I guess the mountains. He's planned this thing for us where we're gonna. There's like these little monkeys. These little monkeys are up there, mm-hmm. and you feed the monkeys papaya, and they run around on you and And they bite you and you get AIDS yes good luck (laughs) well thanks for ruining my little monkey trip you're welcome on Monday morning I got up late and there was Mr. Monkey outside me gate on Monday morning I got up late there was Mr. Monkey outside me gate don't know what to say the monkey won't do don't know what to say the monkey won't do I got two jokes for you You two jokes I couldn't choose so here they go when Einstein died and went to heaven, St. Peter met him and he said, St. Peter said, can you prove that you really are Albert Einstein? And so Einstein said, yes, I can prove it. And he writes out a whole page of equations. St. Peter said, okay, I see. Yes, you are Einstein. You may go in. So Picasso dies and St. Peter said, you look like Picasso, but how can I know for sure? So Picasso drew his masterpieces right in front of St. Peter, one after the other. St. Peter said, all right, that's fine. You are Picasso. Go in. Then, um, a former president, four times indicted, twice disgraced president, dies and went to heaven, believe it or not. St. Peter said, I'm (laughs) sorry. I I need to ask you to prove who you are. I mean, Albert Einstein proved who he was. Picasso proved who he was. And and this fellow says, who's Einstein? Who's Picasso? I'd never heard of them if you want to know the truth. St. Peter said, okay, that's you. Come on in. (laughs) And then here's my last joke. A young minister was asked by a funeral director to conduct a graveside service for a homeless guy with no family, no friends. The cemetery was way back in the country, and the minister got lost. And finally, he saw the backhoe out in the field, and the gravediggers were standing by, but there was no hearse in sight. So he ran over to the grave and he saw that the vault lid was already in place. He opened up his Bible and began to preach. He preached about God's mercy. He preached the parable of the prodigal son and the hope of the resurrection. And then he bowed his head in prayer. And one of the workers said, I ain't never seen anything like this before. And I've been putting in septic tanks like this for 20 years. All right. Thank you for the double jokes. Welcome. Living on sponge cake. Watching Sunday. All those tourists covered in oil. From my six string. On the front porch swing. Mellow shred they begin in a ball. 
for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Oh.